Welcome to the Startup Conviction Podcast, where I interview early stage founders about their startup's value proposition and the strength of their conviction. I'm your host, Darian Parrish, and I hope you enjoy this episode. All right, we're here with Noah, the co-founder of Clout Machine. Noah, thank you so much for joining. Could you tell the listeners what Clout Machine is and why you decided to start the business? Absolutely, Darian. Thank you for uh, having me today. So Cloud Machine is a company that connects college athletes with brands and businesses for sponsorship deals. For a long time, college athletes were unable to legally profit off of their name, image, and likeness. This means anytime a college athlete wanted to do an autograph signing or anything that really was able to uh, generate profit for them, it was illegal and it would be um, restricted from participating in athletic activities. However, starting tomorrow, July 1st, 2021, college athletes will finally be allowed to start profiting off of their name, image, and likeness. So we saw this opportunity kind of about a year, year and a half ago, and realized that one, uh, myself, and my co-founder were always really big college sports fans, both attending Ohio State, um, and realized that, wow, these guys generate nearly religious followings, fans across the state, across the city, across the country, all over, tune in to watch these games. And now that they would be able to profit um, a year from when we started, we realized that we could not only help them profit, but do it in a way that was both beneficial for us and for them. So back to what we are is that marketplace connecting the athletes and the businesses. We use a score that shows how marketable these guys are based on data such as how many people tune in for games, how far their hometown is from where they're playing. Are they a hometown hero who came to the nearby college to play? Um, how many followers they have on social, all sorts of data to show how valuable these athletes are and what the value of their name, image, and likeness is. And what this does is it lets us show businesses, okay, these are the guys in your area for your marketing campaign. This is how valuable they are and how much ROI they can return to you. And it lets them go ahead and sign them up for different engagements, such as social media posts, uh, sponsored events, speaking engagements, whatever the business would like to advance their campaign, we allow a platform to transact on their name and like the score. That's great. And uh, since it is a marketplace, how much of your time thus far has been building the demand side up, um, which it would be the athletes versus um, building up the supply, which would be the businesses? Sure, good question. So what we realized early on is we kind of have this chicken egg solution where you need one side to kind of bring on the other. So spend a lot of time building out a score and building out uh, marketing materials to be able to generate athlete activity on our platform. Because we realize once there's a lot of athletes on who want to use this app, who want to be on this marketplace and profit, businesses are going to come because of the ROI opportunity. So most of our time is spent working and trying to get athletes signed on. However, we do realize it's going to be a bit more challenging to get businesses on. So once we have kind of that foundation of college athletes using our platform, we're going to transition a little bit more towards businesses. Great. And how, how have you re, uh, been reaching out to the athletes thus far? Is it uh, through your current network, uh, friends and family? Do you have a marketing campaign going on? How, how do you reach those athletes? Sure. So uh, through a few ways, we have some connections internally, first of all. Uh, one of our co-founders and our current president is Katrina Chambers. So she's the business manager of uh, former Heisman winner, Eddie George. So she's able to kind of use her network and kind of get the word out about Clout Machine 
Additionally, we're just really starting uh, to build out those, that sign-up portal. Our product will be ready in a few months. So we're starting to, after perfecting your score and getting our website and everything live, we're just starting our social media campaigns. And that means Instagram ads, uh, building our Twitter up and reaching out to athletes from there, whether it's direct messages or just uh, sponsored posts, which is exactly what they'll be doing for other businesses. Got it. And there's a lot of endorsement activity that goes on in the um, upper level level professional athletes is the idea here that um, that kind of monetization hasn't been done at the maybe collegiate or lower level uh, before just because of laws or regulation. Why was this a a blue ocean space that um, you're, you're potentially the first ones to address this issue? You're exactly right. It's been legal restrictions. Uh, the NCA has been very, uh, very interested in making themselves um, more, more wealthy. And they've been very interested in helping uh, schools out and really kind of taking away from the value of the athlete. I mean, there's been stories in college where athletes are performing at a high level in playoffs and March Madness, and they're generating an insane amount of revenue for schools and for the NCA, and they go home and they can't afford to eat they can't afford meals so there's been a legal barrier where money has been transferred from advertisers to the schools and to the nca but has been excluding the most important part of the entire program which is the athlete now that legal barriers changed there's an opportunity uh, for both the athlete and businesses who would like to uh, help the athlete out such as ourselves great and uh, you mentioned, you know, being a few months out until you really start um, ramping up here. What's your team like and how are you thinking about building out uh, the team, given that it uh, looks like, you know, you have a bit of a technology solution with the scoring uh, of some of the metrics, you know, around the athletes, uh, whether you, you mentioned it, marketability or metrics like uh, viewership. How are you pulling all that data and does that require you to have a pretty solid tech team? Yeah, so the data has been what's been, um, like I said, we started about a year ago. Initially, our concept was, hey, let's do an agency. Now the college athletes can make money. We'll uh, sign on maybe 10 to 20 bigger name players and build out their brands and help merchandise and all of that. But when we realized kind of the opportunity was on a much grander level in terms of how many athletes are really in the space, we kind of transitioned to building out this score, this algorithm. So that score and that data that you speak of, we've been building that for almost a year now. And now is the time we have to transition into building the actual product. So the data is mostly already there. The challenge here, like you mentioned, is going to be building the product. And for that, we have an outstanding team. We're looking to bring on our, I believe, eighth through 12th members in the next week or so. Uh, and these are developers who will be able to help us build out this actual product. So it goes in a few phases. Uh, I create screens for our product based on internal conversations we as a team have had, send those over to our graphic designer, um, and then she'll be able to design these really, really good looking products in Adobe XD, who will, and then she will be able to then send it over to our development team who will work on building out this actual product. So it's a multi-step process, but uh, very shortly we'll have all of the people in place necessary to finish it and we've been able to get started on those first few levels already great i appreciate you walking us through the process and it sounds like um you're really leading the the product drive 
how do you think about the vision for this when you know trying to get the customer experience right and uh, you know maybe leverage what you've seen? Where are you taking some of your cues from, and uh, how are you making sure that uh, once this launches, that the user experience is going to be really solid? Yeah, that's a uh, really good question. So. solid but assuring that athletes will want to use this platform and same with businesses um so what we've done so far is we're building out this version one so rather than try and add 30 features that maybe this athlete will like and maybe a business will use we're really making it very simple um with the premise that our score will drive most of the action on our platform so businesses and athletes will be able to log on build out profiles uh and send and accept deals and that's pretty much it just to get started and from there, we'll use kind of in-person tactics. So originally, we wanted to do a camp this summer. Uh, we scratched that in favor of just really focusing on our products. But we're going to do some in-person events in which we can actually go face-to-face -face with these athletes, reach out, have conversations, and really figure out, okay, this is what's best for them. These are the factors that they want to see in V2, V3, V4. They're going to make, A, them continue to use the product, but B, other athletes and other businesses want to come on and continue to use it as well. Great. And uh, how, how do you monetize as Cloud Machine? What, uh, do you take a platform fee for the transaction? Is it a percentage? Is um, it a subscription model? Yeah, so we take a commission per deal. So uh, our value, once again, is connecting these athletes and businesses and then also using our score, that data that we have, and that we've been working on it for so long is so valuable in being able to make sure athletes, are, A, aren't undersold, but B, businesses um, everywhere can really understand what it's like to pay a college athlete. For instance, if you have a business that sees the value of college sports and sees how many people are tuning in, but doesn't really understand maybe the difference between a tight end and a wide receiver. So they're a bit lost. And then they can go ahead and use our score to be able to say, okay, I know the difference between a 75 and an 83, this is gonna get me more ROI. And then being able to provide that value allows us to uh, in turn take that commission uh, based on the deal. Great, and uh, we touched on this a little bit before about the existing solutions, but uh, you know, now that there is new laws in place or they're coming into place, uh, into effect, uh, sounds like uh, tomorrow, the is do you worry that the existing agencies and models uh, will move into your space? And how are you thinking about this? What keeps you up at night? And um, are you making changes, if any? Yeah, so I wouldn't say we are super worried about others coming into the space. Um, so just to give a brief overview, there's about 500,000 total college athletes coming in and out every four years. And what that means is there's so many new faces and a lot of them or a decent amount of them won't be marketable. So it leaves us about 180,000 athletes that can really be able to uh, profit off of their name, image, and likeness. So there's a very large playing field, but in turn for agencies, it's not a very profitable model. Um, so agencies can go after those top tier guys, the CJ Stroud, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence. So these very top tier household name athletes, agencies are going to try and sign those guys on and probably will and connect them with deals, which is perfectly okay with us because that's not, that's not really our market. We don't need to assign 10 or 20 top names in the industry. 
we just really need a lot of athletes in that middle range to be able to sign on and profit off of our platform. So agencies is not a huge concern. The other piece of it is competition. And what we do that uh, kind of stifles our competition or that we believe uh, is better than our competition is two things. One is our score. So we're the only platform that allows transactions that has the score based on data to consistently week by week show the value of a college athlete. For instance, a kicker could be kind of low score one week and then they kick the game winning field goal and now everybody wants to market with them. So we're the only platform that kind of shows the value of these athletes on a week by week basis. The other piece of it is a lot of our competition goes after schools um, and goes after these established um, athletic departments and these larger, um, larger industries. So they do what has been done for the past 20, 30 years in terms of trying to market with the schools, trying to create deals with the schools, the universities to help these athletes out. And we believe since there's this big change coming in college sports, that why not change it? finally from schools profiting to these athletes profiting. So we go directly to the athlete. We want to make it so an athlete can go on our platform and receive one notification and say, yeah, I'll accept this deal, tweet what they have to tweet, show up to an event, whatever that deal entails, and then profit. So uh, just to sum it up, our competition really goes towards the school. Um, and then they also don't kind of have that score that really shows week by week the value of the athlete. And for agencies, they're going after top tier names where we're trying to work on um, those middle to upper guys and girls who uh, really embody college sports. Let's shift now uh, into the final segment and ask about yourself. You decided you know, the startup journey might be something that you'd try your hand at. What was the impetus for that? And you know, given that it can be such a challenge to get a startup off the ground, what gave you the confidence or conviction uh, that you can make this a success? Sure. So uh, when I started out, uh, I was in my uh, sophomore year of college. I knew nothing about entrepreneurship, building businesses. I came in as an uh, engineer. I switched my major a few times. And eventually, I kind of just got really bored at my job. I was doing a uh, job at Ohio State where I was calling alumni and calling um, folks and trying to raise money for the university. And I just started kind of drawing. And what came from that was I started to build out a social media app that allows uh, connections all over. So um, I won't get too into it, but I started building out this app and I joined Business Builders Club at Ohio State and kind of learned more about entrepreneurship over those next few years. And what I did with this app is I kind of failed tremendously, um, which was super interesting to me. I started out Normally, an entrepreneur's journey, I'm sure you know, you start by doing some market research, uh, generating, see if people are interested in this, making sure the market's available. Um, and I started out with this app by just building out an entire product. So I was drawing screens, I was coding, I was building this entire thing out. And then I realized, oh, I haven't asked anybody if you, they would use this yet. So uh, after that kind of adventure happened, I realized, okay, this is, this is really fun. Um, I'm not a great classroom learner. I don't love kind of um, just following uh, nine to five, not to use a cliche, but um, and just kind of following that um, day to day. It kind of gets boring for me. So I started building that app. And then uh, later on, I was able to do an internship 
through Case Western Reserve in Cleveland with Microsoft working on augmented reality technology. And that just really stifled my uh, creativity and really allowed me to see, okay, wow, it is incredibly fun and interesting trying to build out the future and being able to see what's next and almost staying a step ahead. Um, and that's, that's when I was around when I was introduced to Santo and other folks at the cloud machine team and really be, uh, began to build. Great. Yeah. I think, uh, once, once you get the bug or you get interested, uh, it's hard to do anything else. So, um, it sounds like the startup life has got you and, uh, wishing you the best with cloud machine. So, uh, Noah, thank you so much for coming on. We hope all the listeners will, uh, check out cloud machine and, uh, hope to have you on again for an update. Thank you, Darren. It's been a pleasure.